We now begin the fifth aliyah of Parshas Naso, which includes the dedication of the Mishkan, as well as the beginning of the offerings brought by the Nesim, the various princes or leaders of the tribes. So we start in the beginning of Perak Zion, chapter 7, with the first Pasuk. And it happened on the day that Moshe made an end of setting up the Mishkan. And Moshe anointed it, meaning the Mishkan, and he sanctified it, meaning the Mishkan, and all of its furniture, and the altar, and all of its utensils. And he anointed them, and he sanctified them. So, looking in Rashi, Moshe, on the day that Moshe made an end, Kalos Ksiv. It says Kalos with a Pasach, with the vowel A underneath, instead of Kilos. Yom Hakamas HaMishkan Hayu Yisrael Kekala. The day that the Mishkan, that the tabernacle was set up, Israel was like a Kala. They were like a bride, Hanichneses L'Chuppah, entering the Chuppah. Rashi is quoting the Midrash in the Midbar Rabbah. Kalos Moshe. Moshe made an end. He finished. Betzalel, Ahaliyav, and all the other talented people, they're the ones who built the Mishkan. But the verse gives all the credit to Moshe. Because he gave himself over to it. They rose Tavnis called Dover Vidavar to oversee the form of every last thing. As God had shown him on the mountain so that he could teach all those who did the work. And he didn't make a mistake in even a single thing. And we find similarly regarding David, because he dedicated himself wholeheartedly to the construction of the temple, Shnemar, as it says in Tehillim, Kuflamid Beis, Zohar Hashem LeDavid es Kol Uno So, Asher Nishbar LaHashem, etc. Remember Hashem David and his afflictions, how he swore to God. Shnemar Re'eh Beischa David, and then it quotes another verse from Malachim Aleph, chapter Yud Beis. It says, see your house, David. So because David dedicated himself with all his strength, with all his being, to building the temple, even though he wasn't actually the one to physically build it, it's still called by his name. Biyom Kalos Moshe Lahakim, the day that Moshe made an end of assembling the Mishkan. Below Nemar Biyom Hakim. It doesn't say the day that Moshe set up, which teaches us that the seven days of the dedication, Moshe would assemble the Mishkan and then take it apart. Remember, the Mishkan was a temporary building and it traveled and it had to be disassembled as the Jews traveled in the desert. But on that day, he assembled it and he did not take it apart afterwards. Therefore it says on the day that Moshe made an end of assembling, On that day, its assembling ended. And it was the first day of the month of Nisan. On the second day, the red heifer was burned. And on the third day, they made the first sprinkling. And on the seventh day, they were shaved. And this, of course, refers to the process for purifying people who were impure from contact with a dead person, as we will see in Parshas Chukas. Let's take a look at the Balaturim on this Pasuk. Bahibion Kalos. It was on the day that Moshe made an end of assembling the Mishkan. Balaturim is discussing the juxtaposition of our subject, of the dedication of the Mizbeach, to the previous subject, which is the priestly blessing. Remez This is a hint to the Hasmoneans, the Chashmonaim, the Maccabees, who made the holiday of Hanukkah, which also revolves around setting up, in that case, the temple. Ba'od, Kadeshalo, Tishlot, Ayin, Ra, Bimalachtam, Lakach, Bercham, Tchila. 
Another reason is so that the Ayin Hara, so that the evil eye should have no power over their work, it juxtaposes it next to the blessing that they receive. I just happen to like the first comment where he considers it an allusion to the Hashmanayim and Hanukkah. And of course the Nasiyim, which we'll read, is the reading that we do every day of Hanukkah. Continuing in Pasuk Beis, V'yakrivu Nesiyah Yisrael Roshay Beisavosam. And then they're approached, or they're offered, the princes of Israel, who were the heads of their father's households. Heim Nesiyah Hamatos, they were the heads of the tribes. Heim Haomdim Alhavakudim, they were the ones who stood over all those who were counted. Rashi, Heim Nesiyah Hamatos, they are the princes of the tribes. Rashi says, Shahayushotrim Aleihem B'Mitzrayim, they were officers over them in Egypt. Vahayumugim Aleihem, and these Nesiyim, who were officers at the time, were beaten because of them. Shinemar, and it quotes a Pusik in the fifth chapter of Exodus. Bayuku Shotre Bene Yisrael. And it says that the Egyptians beat the officers of the children of Israel. Heim Haomdim Alabakudim. They are the ones who stand over those who were counted. Sha'amdu im Mosheva Aaron. Keshemanu es Yisrael. They stood with Moshe and Aaron when they counted the Jews. Shinemar, and it quotes a Pusik from the first chapter of the Midbar numbers. And there shall be with you. So we see that the Nesiyim were, in fact, with Moshe and Aaron when they did the counting. Continuing, Pasuk Gimel. They brought their offering before Hashem. Sheish Eglos Tzav. Six covered wagons. Ushnea Sarbakar. And twelve oxen. Agala al Shneha Nesiyim. A wagon for every two Nesiyim. Veshorle Echad. And an ox for each one. And they presented them in front of the Mishkan. Looking in Rashi, Sheish Eglos Tzav, six covered wagons, Ein Tzav Ela Mechupim. Rashi says that Tzav means covered, Bechain, and he gives another example, but Tzavim Uba Pradim, in litters and on mules. So uh, the word Tzavim in Yeshayahu refers to something which is covered. Agalos Mechusos, covered wagons, Kriyos Tzavim. So he says that that's what, what Tzav means, it's a covered wagon. They presented them before the Mishkan. Moshe did not accept it from them until God told him to. Rabbi Nassim says, Why did the Nesim choose to donate here first? Why didn't they give first when the Mishkan was being built? This is what the Nesim said. Let the community give whatever they're going to give. And whatever's missing, we'll make up. When they saw that the community gave everything that was necessary, and it quotes a verse from the book of Exodus again, it says that the work was sufficient, more than enough was donated to build the Mishkan. They said, what can we do now? They brought the stones for the settings, for the ephod and the breastplate. So therefore, they came here first. When the Mishkan was actually established, they were quick to bring their offering because when the Mishkan was being built, they lost out. God said to Moshe, Take it from them, as Rashi just told us. And it should be for the service of the tent of meeting. And give it over to the Leviim. According to the work that each one of them will do. So Moshe took the wagons and the oxen and gave them to the Leviim. He gave two wagons and four oxen to the children of Gershon, according to the work that they do. Looking in Rashi, according to the nature of their work, 
because the work of Gershon was less than that of Marari. Because Marari carried, remember the Mishkan was pipe and drape, Marari carried the boards and the beams and the pillars and the sockets, they carried all the pipe. And he gave four wagons and eight oxen to the children of Marari. So Marari got twice what the children of Gershon got, according to their work, Biyad Itamar ben Aaron HaKohen, which was performed under the supervision of Itamar, the son of Aaron the Kohen. Levnik Ahaslo Nasan, but he didn't give any oxes or wagons to the children of Kahas. Ki Avodas HaKodesh Aleihem Bakasef because they were responsible for the holy things that had to be carried on their shoulders. So again, looking in Rashi, Ki Avodas HaKodesh Aleihem, the holy service was on them. Masa Devar HaKedusha, they carried the holy objects, Aaron Vahasholchan, such as the ark and the table, Therefore, they had to carry them on their shoulders. We now begin with the offerings of the Nesim, beginning in Pasuk Yud. The leaders of the tribes brought a dedication offering for the Mizbeach on the day that it was anointed. And the Nesim brought their sacrifices or their offerings before the Mizbeach. Looking in Rashi, they brought a dedication offering for the Mizbeach. After they donated the wagons and the oxen to carry the Mishkan, their hearts became stirred to offer additional things in order to dedicate the Mizbeach. And the Nesim brought their offerings before the Mizbeach. Because Moshe, as before, did not accept it until God instructed him to do so. God spoke to Moshe, and this is what he said. One Nasi each day will present his offering in order to dedicate the Mizbeach. First, let's look in Rashi. They will present their offerings to dedicate the Mizbeach. Before Moshe didn't know how they should offer it. Moshe wasn't sure whether the offerings should be given in the order of the birth of the fathers of the tribes or whether it should be in the order in which they traveled in the Midbar, etc., until Hashem instructed him that it should be according to the order of their journeys, each one on the appropriate day. Let's take a look in Chizkuni on the Torah. Nasi echad leyom, one nasi each day. In order to separate the honor of the nasiim, that they should be done separately. Because Nachshon was, being from the tribe of Yehuda, he was the king. And he offered first. And he shouldn't say, since I offered first, I'll join, I'll help the others do it on their day. Therefore it says, one nasi per day. So this way their honor would not become blurred together. Each one had his own spotlight. In order to extend the joy of the occasion. Back in the Chumash. And the person who offered the carbon on the first day was Nachshon ben Aminadav of the tribe of Yehuda. Rashi. The Mate Yehuda of the tribe of Judah. The Puzzik merely mentions what tribe he's from. 
but it doesn't say that he collected from his tribe and dedicated that. O eno omer lamata Yehuda elashagava mishivta behavi. But maybe it says that he did collect from his tribe and offered it. Talmud lomer zekarban nachshon. That's why the pasuk clarifies this was the offering of nachshon. He brought from his own. It wasn't on behalf of his tribe. It was his own dedication. Let's look in Chizkuni on the Torah. Nachshon ben Aminadav, lo nikra ka nasi, k'day shelo yizga'a al shehikriv rishon. It doesn't here call him a nasi as it does the others, because he shouldn't become haughty. He shouldn't become uh, overinflated that he got to go first. V'kol ha'acherem nikru nasiyem l'fi shehishpilu atzman v'hikrivu acharav. But it does say Nasi by all the others because they humbled themselves and went after him. And now Chizkuni on Rashi, Vahi HaMakriv B'Yom HaRishon, the person who offered on the first day. Matsasi Kasu, Vahi HaMakriv, Balkarcho Hikriv. The Chizkuni says that he found written, the one who offered, meaning that he offered against his will. Amar Eni Kedai L'Hakriv Rishon L'Chol HaShvatim. He said, I'm not worthy to go first out of all the tribes. V'yopi HaGvura Hikriv. But rather he offered... Because God said this is the order in which they should go, so God put him first. So an interesting dichotomy here. On the one hand, he was modest so that he didn't want to go first, but on the other hand, it doesn't call him nussy, that he shouldn't become overinflated because he went first. Back in the Chumash, Pasuk Yid Gimel. no karas kesef achas shloshim umea mishkala. His offering was a silver dish, 130 shekels of weight. Mizrak echad kesef shivim shekel. A silver basin of 70 shekels, b'shekel hakodesh, according to the shekel of the uh, sanctuary. Shnehem malayim soles, both of them full of flour. Belula b'shemen limincha, mingled with oil for a meal offering. Looking in Rashi. Shnehem malayim soles, limincha snedava. They were full of fine flour for a voluntary meal offering. Pazagidalid. Kafachas, asara zahav, malay katares. One pan weighing ten shekels of gold, full of incense. Rashi says, Asara Zahav, Katargamo, Mishkal Eser, Shikle HaKodesh, Hayaba. Rashi understands this the same way that the Targum Unklus does, that there was a weight of ten shekels of the uh, sanctuary in it. Malaya Katares, full of incense. Lomatsinu Katares Leyachid, Velo Almizbeach Hachitzon, Elazo Bilvad. We don't see katoris, we don't see incense ever used in the sacrifice of an individual, and we don't see it used on the outer mizbeach. Remember, there were two mizbeachs. The golden mizbeach, which was inside, was for incense, and the copper mizbeach, which was outside, was strictly for animals. So this is the only place we see that individuals and the outer mizbeach were used for incense. Baharas Shahisa, this was a one-time thing. This was a special circumstance. Parachad ben Bakar, Ayalachad, Kevesachad ben Shnasola Olah. One young bull, one ram, and one male sheep in its first year for a burnt offering. Parachad, one bull. Rashi says, Meyuchad Shebaedro. It was the best of its herd. And the Cheskuni on the Torah says, Parachad ben Bakar, Katan, a small one, Dugma ben Yonah. Just like a ben Yonah is a young dove, a ben Bakar is a young bull. Seir izim echad l'chatas, a male goat for a sin offering. Rashi says, l'chaper al kerahatahom v'tumas safek. This atones for becoming defiled by an unrecognized grave or the possibility of doubtful uncleanliness. Ulzevach hashlamim bakar shnayim elim chamisha atudim chamisha kivasim b'nei shana chamisha zekarban nachshon ben aminadav. And for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, Five male goats, 
five male lambs in their first year. This was the offering of Nachshon ben Aminadav. The Chizkuni on the Torah says, Zek Karban, this was the offering of Nachshon ben Aminadav. Zem may be Ketaros Nadava, V'yein Hayachid may be Ketaros Nadava. This person, Nachshon, brought free will incense, but an individual doesn't bring free will incense, as we previously said. Zem may be Chatas Shelo Alchet, V'yein Hayachid may be Chatas Ela Alchet. He brought a sin offering, not for any particular sin, and normally an individual doesn't bring a sin offering unless he's atoning for a particular sin. Zedoche es ha-shabes v'yasatuma v'ein yachid achir doche es ha-shabes v'yasatuma. These sacrifices were brought despite Shabbos, because one of them was brought on Shabbos, as we will see, and despite the fact that the people offering them might have been ritually impure, and other sacrifices of individuals are not offered if there's a case of ritual impurity or on Shabbos. So we see that in many ways the offerings of the Nesim were exceptional, as we had previously mentioned in Rashi. Now the second Nasi was Nasano ben Suar from the tribe of Yisachar. He's the unsung hero of this story, because all 12 Nesim came, and they had a game plan, they had their offerings, and he was the one who went second. He had the opportunity to one up. He kept the same level of carbon that his predecessor did, that Nachshon did, and really set the standard of unity. He's not really credited for it, but human nature is to do something extra, throw in one more sheep, one more bull, and he should be recognized for overcoming the urge to do so. So, On the second day, Nasano ben Suar, the prince of Yisachar, offered his sacrifice. He likewise offered a silver dish of 130 shekels, a silver basin of 70 shekels, and both of them were full of fine flour mixed with oil, for a meal offering. Let's take a look in Rashi. Why does it say hikriv? He offered regarding the offering of Yisachar. Which is not written regarding all the other tribes. The others say Karbano, his offering. Here it says hikriv, he offered. So why is the language different here? Because Ruven came and objected to the order. It's sufficient that Yehuda, my brother, goes ahead of me. I should go after him, because Reuven was the oldest of the sons. Moshe Moshe said to him, God told me the order in which they should go. They should offer according to the order in which they journey in the deserts. Therefore it says he offered his sacrifice. But it's lacking the letter Yud, so that it's a Krik Siv. It's red Hikriv, but it's written Hakrev, which is a command, you shall offer. Because it was from the word of God who said, you shall offer. And why does it say Hikriv? He offered two times. Because he merited offering second for two reasons. First of all, because the tribe of Yisachar were known for being Torah scholars. It says in Divrei Hayamim that the tribe of Yisachar were renowned for their understanding of the times. And the second was because they gave advice to the other Nesim, the Hisnadev Karbonus Halalu, to offer these particular sacrifices. Rabbi Moshe Hadarshan Matsasi, and Rashi says that he saw in the writings of Rabbi Moshe Hadarshan, 
Amar Rav Pinchas ben Yair, Rav Pinchas ben Yair said, Nisan ben Suar, Hisian Eitzazu, that it was Nisan ben Suar who gave the other Nisim this advice for these sacrifices. Karas Keseth, the silver dish, Minyan Osiosav, the Gematria, Tuf Tuf Kuf Lamed. The value of the word in Gematria is 930, which corresponds to the years that Adam, the first man, lived. 130 were the weight of this dish. Because when Adam set up to perpetuate the world, he was 130 years old. Because it says Adam lived 130 years and then he had a son, Chase. Mizrak Echad Kesef, a silver basin. It's 520 in Gematria. Alshem Noach, Shehemid Tolodos ben Tafkufshana, who started to perpetuate the world when he was 500 years old. The Alshem Ezrimshana, Shenigzrog Zera Hamabul, Kodem Toldasav. And for the 20 years that there was the decree of the flood before his generations, Kamosha Parashti Etzel, Bahayu Yomav Meav Ezrimshana, which he explained previously regarding the days of man should be 120 years. Therefore it says one basin of silver and not one silver basin. As it says regarding the dish, grammatically it's different. It says karas kesef achas, one dish of silver, but it says mizrak echad kesef, one silver basin. So why is the language different? Lomar sha'af osios sha'echad mitztarfos liminyan. This is because the word echad needs to be included to make the gematria work. So the order is different so that it should be included in the phrase. Shivim shekel, 70 shekels is the weight. Keneged shivim umos shiyatsu mibanav. Corresponding to the seven nations that descended from Noah. Kaf achas, asara zahav malaya katoras, one pan of ten shekels of gold, full of katoras, full of incense. Kaf achas, keneged atora, shenitna miyadosh al kadosh baruchu. The one pan corresponds to the Torah, which was given by Hashem, asara zahav, which weighed ten shekels of gold, keneged asara sadibros. These correspond to the ten commandments, malaya katoras, full of incense, keneged taryag mitzvos. These correspond to the 613 mitzvos, Gematria shall Kataris Taryag. The Gematria of the word Kataris is 613. However, in order to make this Gematria work, you have to exchange the Kuf for a Dalid, Atbash, by the method Atbash, which is a manner in which the first letter is exchanged with the last letter, the second letter is exchanged with the next to last letter, etc. Some of you may remember this from the Da Vinci Code. Lahapil. Parachad ben Bakar, one young bull, Ayal Echad, a ram, Keves Echad ben Shenaso, a male lamb in its first year, Leola, this was the burnt offering. In Rashi, Parachad, Keneged Avraham, Shinamar Bo, Vayikach ben Bakar. The one bull corresponds to Avraham, who was told, take a bull. Ayal Echad, Keneged Yitzchak, Vayikasasa'ayo. The ram corresponds to Yitzchak, about whom it says, he took a ram. Keves Echad, and the sheep, Keneged Yaakov, Haksavim Hifrid Yaakov. Because Yaakov separated the sheep, as you may recall in the story with Lavan. Seir is imechad lechatas, a male goat for a sin offering. Rashi says, lechaper al mechiras Yosef. This atones for the selling of Yosef. Shenem arbo, about whom it is said, vayishchatu seir izim. They slaughtered a male goat. You may recall they dipped the coat in the blood of the goat. Pasachaf gimel, ulazevach hashlamim bachar shnayim. And for a peace offering, two oxen, elim chamisha, atudim chamisha, Kivasim b'nei shana chamisha, 
five rams, five male goats, five male sheep. Zek Harban Nasano Ben Suar. This is the sacrifice of Nasano Ben Suar. Rashi, Bakar Shnayim, two oxen, Kenegid Mosheva Aaron. These correspond to Moshe and Aaron, Shanas Nushalom Ben Yisrael, Lavihem Sheba Shamayim, who made peace between Israel and their father in heaven. Elim Atudim Kvasim, there were five rams, there were five male goats, five male lambs. Gimelminim, Kenegid Kohanim Lavihem Yisraelim. Three different species corresponding to Kahanim Levim in Yisraelim, Ukenegat Toronavim Uksuvim, and corresponding to Toronavim and Ksuvim, Shlosha Chamishoyos, there are three groups of five, Kenegat Chamisha Chumashim, corresponding to the five books of the Chumash, the Chameshas Hadibros Haksuvim Al Luach Echad, and the five commandments written on each of the two tablets, the Chamisha Ksuvim Al Hasheni, and five on the other tablet. Adkan mi Sodo Shel Rabbi Moshe Darshan. All of these things that we were just saying, this corresponds to this, that corresponds to that, are from the writings of Rabbi Moshe Hadarshan. Biyom Hashlishi, Nasi Livnei Zvulin, Eliav Ben Chelon. The third day was the day of the prince of the tribe of Zvulin, Eliav Ben Chelon. Rashi says, Biyom Hashlishi, Hayen Nasi Hamakrev Livnei Zvulin, Lechen Kulan. The third day was the Nasi who offered for the tribe of Zvulin, and similarly all of them. But regarding Nasano, about it, it says Nasano offered. Remember, we said this previously. Everyone else says Carbono, his offering. But by Nasano, it says Hikriv, he offered. It's appropriate to say after this that he's the prince of the tribe of Yisachar. Because it already said his name and his offering. But by all the other Nasiim for whom it doesn't say he offered, it uses the expression, Nasi Livnei Ploni, the prince of such and such tribe. He was the prince who offered on that day for that particular tribe. At this point, we're going to go into overdrive and just repeat the offerings for each of the Nasiim because there is no additional Rashi explaining the meanings of these offerings. So what did Eliav ben Chelon offer on the third day? Karbano karas kesef achas, shloshim umeya mishkala, mizrak echa kesef, shivim shekel b'shekel kodesh, shnehem muleim zoles, belula b'shevin lemincha. He offered the silver dish of 130 shekels, the silver basin of 70 shekels, according to the weights used in the Mishkan, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering. Kav achas asara zahav a pan of ten shekels of gold full of katores, parachad ben bakar, a young bull, ayel echad, keves echad ben shnaso, a male ram, and a male sheep a year old, la'ola, that's the burnt offering, se'irizim echad lachatas, a male goat for a sin offering, ulazevach hashlomim bakar shnayim, elim chamisha, atudim chamisha, kvasim b'nei shana chamisha, zek harban eliav ben chelon. And for the peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five male sheep in their first year. This was the offering of Eliav ben Chelon. Biyom Haravi, Nasi Livnei Ruvain, Elitzur ben Shedeur. On the fourth day was the offering of the head of the tribe of Ruvain, Elitzur ben Shedeur. Karbano karas kesef achas, shloshim mumeah mishkala, mizrak echad kesef, shivim shekel b'shekel hakodesh, shnehem muleim soles belula b'shemen lemincha. He offered the silver dish of 130 shekels, the silver basin of 70 shekels, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, kapachas asara zahav malayakataris, the 10 shekel gold pan full of kataris, parachad ben bakar, ayel echad, keves echad ben shnasola the bull, the ram, and the lamb in its first year for the burnt offering, 
Sir Izin Echad Lachatas, the goat for the sin offering, Ulazevach Hashlamim Bakar Shnaim, Elim Chamisha, Atudim Chamisha, Kivasim Ben Shana Chamisha, Zekarban Elisur Ben Shadeur. And the two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male sheep in their first year for the peace offering. This was the sacrifice offered by Elitzur ben Shedeur. On the fifth day was the head of the tribe of Shimon, Shlumiel ben Tzurishadai. Karbeno karas kesef achas, soshim umea mishkala. He offered the silver dish of 130 shekels. Mizrak echad kesef, shivim shekel b'shekel akodesh. He offered the silver basin of 70 shekels. Shnei maleim solas belula b'shemen lemincha. Both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering. Kapechas asarazahav, the pan of ten gold shekels. Malayakatoras, full of incense. Parachad ben bakar, ayal echad, keves echad ben shnaso laola. The burnt offering composed of a young bull, a ram, and a male sheep in its first year. Sirizim echad lechatas, the male goat for a sin offering. Ulazavach hashlamim, bakar shnaim, elim chamisha, atudim chamisha, kevasim ben shana chamisha, zer karban shlumiel ben surishadai. And for the peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male sheep in their first year. This was the offering of Shlumiel ben Surishadai. That brings us to the end of Chamishi. We will continue in Shishi with the offerings of Mornesim.